Got the winter blues? Ever notice yourself feeling blah or down during the winter months? You may be experiencing the winter blues. The winter blues often happen in January and February. So why is this? Well, the weather is often cold and damp. And if you're in the north, it's also snowy and icy. Hello, cold and flu season. Days are shorter and therefore darker. And there's no big holidays or celebrations. And we are crashing after the busyness of the Christmas holiday season. Don't get me even started on New Year's resolutions. Can anyone say daunting? So what exactly are the winter blues? Well, according to Brain and Behavior Research Foundation, the winter blues are very common, with many of us experiencing a mood shift during the colder, darker days of winter. You may find yourself feeling a little more lethargic and down overall. Now, as a social worker, I need to make something clear. Winter blues is not the same as seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal affective disorder is a subtype of major depression that is characterized by the onset of depression during winter months when there is less natural light. For many people, symptoms usually start in the fall and continue into the winter months. Some symptoms of seasonal affective disorder may include feeling depressed most of the day or nearly every day, feeling hopeless or worthless, having low energy, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, problems sleeping, changes in your appetite or weight, feeling sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, and having frequent thoughts of suicide or death. If you are experiencing seasonal affective disorder, or any of these symptoms, please get support. Connect with your family doctor or a local counseling or mental health agency. Mama, there is no shame in needing that extra support because you matter. So now that we know what winter blues aren't, let's talk about what they are and the seven ways to beat the winter blues. My number one way is participating in a gratitude challenge. When I say expressing your gratitudes, I don't just mean loosely saying, oh, I'm thankful for food. I'm thankful for clothes. Instead, I mean truly being thankful for specific things in your life and going through life with an appreciative and thankful mindset. There is so much research on the power and benefits of expressing and acknowledging our gratitudes. Some benefits include increased happiness and positive mood, more satisfaction with life, less materialistic, less likely to experience burnout, better physical health, better sleep, less fatigue, lower levels of cellular inflammation, greater resiliency, and it encourages the development of patience, humility, and wisdom. Did you know that expressing your gratitudes each day can actually have amazing health benefits too? Crazy, I know. If you want a gratitude challenge, send me the word gratitude and I'll send you my free printable. Number two, move your body. Move your body, AKA exercise. It is one of the best interventions for anxiety, stress, and low mood. Exercise doesn't have to be pump and iron. It can be easy and fun. Moving your body includes going for a walk, Pilates, yoga, swimming, dancing, just to name a few. 
Did you know that exercise can also include cranking some energetic tunes and dancing in your living room? Although I do love a good dance party, I find it hard to know what to do in order to exercise well. Number three, get outside. I know it's cold, especially of those who live in the north. Trust me, I know that some days when it's cold and dark and takes a lot of effort to bundle up, you really don't feel like going outside. But I also know that it is so good for you. So get your butt outside there anyway. Bundle up nice and warm. Make yourself a tea or a coffee or a hot chocolate and make it more enjoyable by finding a beautiful place to hike or walk or just commit to going once around the block in your neighborhood. Another fun way to get yourself outside is go skating or snowshoeing, tobogganing, or build a snowman with your kids. My favorite thing to do is walk around trying to catch snowflakes on my tongue when it's snowing, of course. Number four, take care of your physical health. Our body, brain, mind, and soul is so interconnected. If we want to ensure that we are healthy and well during the winter months, we need to make sure that we are taking care of our physical health. Because when we take care of our physical health, we also improve our mental health and our overall well-being. Taking care of your physical health may include eating healthy, taking proper vitamins and minerals, and getting an appropriate amount of quality sleep. If you're struggling with sleep, email me or DM me the word sleep, and I'll give you my free sleeping program that I created many years ago, and I will hopefully one day resurrect. Number five, get cozy and read. I don't know about you, but I love curling up on the couch with a good, fun, lighthearted book and getting swept away into another world. Reading and using our imaginations can feel so good for the soul, especially when it's dark and cold outside. My favorite books recently are the Sophie Kinsella books, not this series, but the individual ones. My ultimate favorite ones are The Undomestic Goddess, I've Got Your Number, and Can You Keep a Secret. Huji is also good for the soul. That's the cozy part of get cozy and read. Huji, probably saying that wrong, is a Danish concept. According to the Oxford Dictionary, it means a quality of coziness and comfort that engenders a feeling of contentment or well-being. A huge lifestyle refers to finding comfort, pleasure, and warmth in simple, soothing things, such as a cozy atmosphere or the feeling of friendship. Sign me up. I could definitely go for a little more huge in my life. Some hygiene ingredients that I love in my life may include a good book, warm coffee or tea, sweet-smelling candles, a fuzzy or knit blanket, warm wool slippers, big comfy pillows, and plants. I encourage you to find a space in your house where you can create a huge atmosphere to help you get through the winter blues. And I apologize for pronouncing that word wrong so many times. Number six, be social. We are social beings. We do not do well in isolation. I know if you are feeling the winter blues that you likely don't feel like being around people, but you need to be social. Maybe this means calling or video chatting with a close friend or family member, or this may mean going out for a coffee or a walk with a group of moms who also need a break. Heck, 
This could even look like throwing a beat the winter blues party. Imagine how fun it would be to get a small group of friends together and throw a party for no reason other than to be social, have fun, and fight their winter blues together. Sign me up. Number seven, practice meditation and mindfulness. A lot of the time when we are struggling with low mood, our thoughts tend to wander to unhealthy places. That place is usually either in the past or worrying about the future. Did you know you can't control either of those? Say what? Crazy, right? You don't actually have any control over what has already happened in the past and what's going to happen in the future. Therefore, it is unhelpful and unhealthy to let our mind get stuck there. This is where meditation and mindfulness comes into play. Both of these activities require us to be in the present and fully focusing on the right here, right now. Mindfulness also has so many other mental health and health benefits, which you can learn more about in this article on how to begin to practice mindfulness, which I will link in the show notes. If this is something that you are interested in adding to your daily or weekly routine, check out my free Mindful Moments six-week email sequence that you can sign up for in the show notes. I know from personal experience that the winter blues are hard. And yes, some days are better than others. But I really want you to know that you are not alone. You can get through this period. Remember, it won't last forever. And it will be much more enjoyable and have less of an effect if you put into practice some of these seven ways to beat the winter blues. Lastly, I need to say this. Life is made up of a series of choices. You and only you, are in control of what you do and how you respond. Therefore, it is up to you to choose to make the best of these difficult times, to choose health, to choose wellness, to choose yoga or hygiene. What choice are you going to make? I wanted to end with this quote from the book Atomic Habits. Every action you take or choice you make is a vote towards the type of person you are becoming. So let's make those votes towards the person that you wish to become. Mama, if you are struggling with the winter blues and needing some extra support, check out my services at www.sarahreckman.com slash services and see how I, as a social worker and life coach, can maybe help you get through these winter blues a little easier. Because mama, we are in this together.